This Fresh to Death podcast has been brought to you by Big Dreams and Little Penises. <coughs> what up, motherfuckers? Dougie Fresh here. Oh, fuck. I haven't done a podcast in, fuck, I don't know, a long-ass time. Um, so I'm trying a new little thing. Uh, actually, I'm doing my podcast straight into Anchor on my on my phone. And I'm recording it over here on my iPad. So I can shock it over to over to my fucking YouTube as well. So I got, you know, I'm doing shit. <laughs> um, I'm doing shit, but I I got a brand new microphone uh, for Christmas. Nice as fuck. But uh, it plugs in USB, so it goes into the computer. Well, just got a brand new iMac. And God forbid if I can figure out how the fuck to get those files from my iMac to my iPhone to put it on Anchor to fucking upload it. So if any of you motherfuckers know how to do it, will you please let me know? <laughs> please tell a motherfucker. Because I'm frustrated. Like, um, like I've tried to, to uh, upload it onto like GarageBand. And then airdrop it, which I've been told by numerous people. Like, oh, this is how you do it. Shut the fuck up, because I can't figure it out. So, if any of you people out there really fucking know what you're talking about and can really help a motherfucker out, please do so. I don't ask for much. All right. Well, let's see here. It is fucking... Well, now it's it's the 30th of December. Like, we've got two more bullshit days left in this year. Um, I mean, everybody's wishing away 2020, but who's to say that 2021 isn't going to be even worse? Like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't see it being much better. We just know what's coming. You know, like, they say that we're not going to open up and be the same society that we were until at least, you know, like September, October, and that's, that ain't, we're not going to be able to see concerts all this year, like, it's, it's still fucked up, so, I don't know, man, I don't know, I feel like ranting and raving, <laughs> without pissing too many people off, so I gotta, I gotta, kind of, you know, think of what I'm gonna say before I say it, and I don't do real good, you know, with that, <laughs> I just pop off of the mouth. I, I may just do that. I got that edit feature, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, well, let's see here first and foremost. Uh, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. No, I'm just playing. Um, so, yeah, what's everybody doing for New Year's, man? You know what I'm doing? I don't fucking know. I don't have any plans. You know why? Because there's nothing to do. Normally on New Year's, what would I do? I'd go to a concert. I'd say since I was 18, how many years has that been? This will be, what, 20, 26 years? Okay, in the past 25 years on New Year's, minus the three that I spent in prison. <laughs> so we're looking at, Okay, we're going 23 years. 
I'd say out of those 23 years, I went to a concert for probably 15 or 16 of them. Um, and I'd say I went to see Acoustic Kuka, my people, um, probably 12 of those 15 times. Uh, spent two of them with fish, one of them with one under, uh, which is basically, it's kind of a, a break off of Acoustic Kuka, uh, Ed McGee, a very fine um, singer-songwriter. And probably one of the main reasons they grew to such success, uh, branched off, and I went and checked them out for New Year's. So, out of the 15, Hookah 12, Ed 1, Fish a couple. Fish was cool, because that was the Millennium Show down in Miami, well, close to Miami. In an Indian reservation, there was so many thousands of people down here, and it was insane. For like five days, it was music and drugs and more drugs and no sleeping and drugs and more drugs. I mean, holy shit. Uh, this was back when I was in college at Ohio University, and we all went down, um, drove down. It's like 18 hours. Um and it takes, like, literally, it's 18 hours. And after 17 hours and 45 minutes, we're there, just outside the entrance. And when you know it, these guys are car surfing on their cars. Boop! This motherfucker fell off, got run over. Dead. Well, wouldn't you know it that we get stopped behind these dumb bitches? It took us another 17 hours to get into the show. So needless to say, we were drugged the fuck out the whole time. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm talking so many hits of ecstasy and mushrooms and weed and cocaine. And I had a whole pocket full of Ritalin. Thank you, my roommate. I won't say your name. Ritalin. <laughs> but that was awesome, man. That was a huge, huge show. Um, then we had class, like, it was over on a Sunday, we get back, we got class, but Tuesday morning, Monday or Tuesday morning, I, I don't remember, it was 20 years ago, and we just got back from driving 18 more hours after sleeping maybe six hours in a five-day period, they want us to go to class, like, I think I slept the whole week when I got back, I don't, I didn't go to class, but I don't think I ever really did go to class when I was at OU, so whatever, Whatever, but I took all the right classes to keep me in school, like acting. Yeah, I probably took, I don't know, eight or nine, ten fucking acting classes. Aced them all. Like, I was a man in acting classes. <laughs> um, you know, I took every sport imaginable. I'd take volleyball and golf and flag football. You know, you take, they've got these classes, so that, you get A's and O's, and that keeps your your GPA higher now because I'm getting low C's and D's and, you know, English, math, fucking, the ones that count. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was rough. It was college. One of the best of my eight years I was there. <laughs> yeah, man, man, that was a great show. So anyway, no fucking New Year's concerts this year. No, not the New Year's this year. The only thing... To look forward to, obviously, I'm a Buckeye. So we got the Ohio State game, but that's on New Year's Day. 
New Year's Eve. What am I going to do, man? I'm going crazy. I have no plans. I don't talk to anybody that has plans. I guess I'll hang out with my drug dealers because my drug dealers are my only friends. Like, they're the only people I hang out with. <laughs> like, I don't know. Pretty lame. That's what I get for living in a town with, like, freaking 7,000 people. And I haven't, you know, up until seven years ago, I hadn't lived in this town. Like, I, I left when I was 18, came back when I was, like, 38. You know, and then I'm in prison for three of those. So three of the seven I've been back, gone, four years. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I guess I've been, I was gone the past three and a half years. So this is my, hell, I'm only eight, eight months out of prison. <laughs> uh, and most of that time spent on the COVID lockdown. You know what I mean? Like, I went from being locked up to being locked down. Like, ugh. So yeah, that's that's what that's my gripe number one is motherfucking no New Year's festivities at all. I don't drink anymore. So that's kinda that kinda limits shit. I mean, I just I can't do it no more. I can't put alcohol with all the drugs I do. Like you gotta do one or the other. Cause I'm I'm not ready to die quite yet. So I'll just I'll leave the alcohol alone. Moderately do these little drugs I do. And tell the rest of you to fuck off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, I sound like a real idiot. That's cool, man. It just keeps up with the trend, I suppose. Um, let's see. Man, I'll just jump into it now. Fucking... I've, I've talked on here before about an artist, uh, Ryan Upchurch... I'm quite fond of this guy, man. Like, he he done it all independently. He makes great music, funny videos. He's a great personality. I, I enjoy his shit. And he went on the podcast No Jumper. And if you know what No Jumper is, it is huge. It is a giant freaking... I mean, it's big. And it basically covers hip-hop and rap music. And he did the show, Killer Show. Um... But to read these comments afterwards, just because he's he, because he's white and he's thrown into the genre of country rap, and these people were fucking nasty, man. Like, you know, they're like, "Oh, he's a Nazi," you know, like he's a Nazi. Like these country motherfuckers are the most patriotic people there are, and you're calling him a 1940s German? Like, does that make sense? No. He's Nazi because you're you're you're, you're white from from the country, is that, you know shit like that. Like this guy's a joke. He's never been in the streets, but but he's got talent, and that's why he is successful. I'm just I'm sick of this racism shit, man. I'm so sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of all white people are racist, while black people are just just freaking laying it on. Blacks can be as racist as they want to be. Yeah, call up two live crew guys. Racist as me want to be. Remember that album, The Nasty As We Want to Be? And there, that's my reference. Shut the fuck up. Um, it's, it's, just, it's not fair. It's not fucking fair. Like, 
it's not fair. It, I don't even know what to say because what what can I say? It, I, I've I've said it. It's 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 a double standard, man, and it's bullshit. Um, you know, if you see a white person say something racist, there are people that will go and contact your employer and make sure you're fired for saying something racist. Because if you don't fire them, then we're going to boycott your country or your company. And we're going to tell other people to do it. We're going to put you on social media. And we've got these warriors all over the place on social media, and, and they're ready to do it. So these companies have no choice but to fire these employees who've probably never called off work a single day in their lives and bust their ass all the time. But being afraid of the backlash that'll come, they fire these guys because they slipped up and said something. You know, I mean, I... I understand if you get on the internet and N-word this, N-word that, and then it. Okay, man. Yeah. Fuck off. But if you make some little fucking joke that's, you know, off balance a little bit or just, you know, just doesn't sit well with a couple people, it's petty. When you've got black people just getting down on this racist shit, man. Um... You know, they want all of us to be, you know, to, to, I don't even know. Like, I, I can't even put it into words. I don't understand. You know, you want equality and, and you want us to, to get along, but you, blacks aren't welcoming the whites to, come get along with you uh it's it's all this it's it's finger pointing and and you're doing this you're saying that blah 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 blah, blah. not how can we work together to make shit better um and i don't know what to do about it i mean i'm not the smartest guy in the world i'm just a guy who has a very very small podcast that no one listens to <laughs> so who cares what i have to say um, so, so whoever listens, somebody out there, figure this shit out, like, have some kind of, I don't know, like a conference or some big old sit down and, and try and fix this shit, man, find a way to bring some kind of harmony together, because we're separating ourselves at an enormous pace, and look what it's doing to us, like, our country's going to shit, our society's going to shit, um, all these elitists and the government and other governments, they're, they're making money off of us, they're getting power over us with the lockdowns, they're seeing how far they could push us, like, like, what we don't realize is, is they are pushing us and pushing us to see how far they can push us. And because we are infighting or fighting amongst each other, we aren't fighting back to them. And we're making it real fucking easy for our government to have their way with us. Like, they're not even bringing Vaseline to the party. They're just fucking us dry, bro. Like, if you don't see it, then... Open your goddamn eyes, bro. Like, for real. This is... 
I don't know. I'm just sick the fuck of it, man. I've got, I've got black friends. I've got white friends. I've got Mexican friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, one of my best friends, I was just out at his house today. We were hanging out. You know, unfortunately, I couldn't get out there for very long. He lives way out in the, in the country, man. That's my homie. You know what I mean? Like, I, was, I kicked it with him all night last night and shit. Um, tonight, I just could go out for a few. But, you know, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, not hanging out with him. Because, you know, oh, he's a black dude. I don't, I don't see it like that. Whatever. I'm not going to sit here and preach what I do and what I don't. Um, I just wish everybody could get this shit figured out. You know, and I know that the divide is caused a lot by cops, you know, shooting black people and, and, and doing this dumb shit. Well, we'll leave it there. This is a problem with cops. This ain't a problem with white folks, man. Like... I don't know. I've said it before. Like, this is a law enforcement problem. It's not a racial problem. I don't... I don't know. I'm I'm just sick the fuck of it. I'm sick of this petty bullshit. I'm sick of these lockdowns. I'm sick of people telling us what to do, and I'm sick of us not standing up for ourselves. Um, I'm sick of being called racist because just for the mere fact that I'm white. Uh, how does that make sense, man? It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm a Republican. Oh, you're a Republican? You're a racist. Did you vote for Trump? Why, well, yes, I did. Oh, well, you're racist as fucking. We should kill you. <laughs> okay. Kill me. <laughs> Shoot me in the face because I have an opinion. Fuck you. <laughs> you know why I voted for Trump? Do you? Do you? I don't. I don't like the man. I don't like the way he carries himself. I don't. I don't like a lot about the guy. I appreciate the fact that he's not a lifelong politician, and he's not making decisions because of what these interest groups are telling him to. Uh, lobbyists are in his ear. They're not. He doesn't. He doesn't need to be bought and paid for because he has his money. Self-made. Or the other politicians, they've, they've come up through the Congress and Senate, and they have these hangers-ons, these lobbyists that are trying to get put ideas in their head and trying to sway them to vote for different different causes. You know, you got you got Joe Biden, and... God, I hate Joe Biden. Um, but he's got all these different factions inside of the Democratic Party. So not only does he have the Democratic vote that he has to follow, but he has to also vote on these different subgroups, like um, like the Green New Deal, per se. He has to make decisions based on, you know, limiting oil and, and ratcheting our need of oil back. So he's got to make decisions on that. He's got to make decisions on, I mean, for, for Black Lives Matter, because he ran on this on the platform and they supported him. So he has to make decisions based on that. He has to make decisions based on, um, you know, CO2 admissions. He has to do it on, you know, these socialistic views. And it, it all breaks down to he's being pulled from so many different directions that he has to vote. He doesn't know 
where to vote or where to put his his ideas and you know and and it and it shows very much where he's picking his cabinet before he goes into office and he's got all these different groups screaming at him like well you said this or you promised us this why isn't this why didn't you bring anybody from our group and put them in the cabinet why aren't these people he doesn't have enough room because he's bought and paid for by all these other groups and there's not enough enough places in the cabinet to fit them all so he's stretched thin so what I'm saying is is that he's making his decisions based on all these other people and making them happy because they put him there where Trump got himself there ran on his own ideas and he doesn't have to you know he doesn't have to to make decisions based on what other people say and that's that's one reason I favor Donald Trump um you know another reason is that his biggest reason for making the decision he does is economics um he goes into every you know he went in and and changed up the whole Middle East thing, and he took the approach of a businessman, you know, making a deal, and, and it worked, like, he did some shit that of no president's ever done, and, and got, you know, these Middle Eastern countries to, to work with him, like, um, but everything that he, he does, he looks at the numbers, you know, and, it was really working up until COVID. It really wasn't, amazingly. Um, and if it wasn't for COVID, he'd still be our president. I don't care who you are or what you say. Um, COVID-19 took the presidency from Donald Trump because of the way it was handled. Or at least it, the way the left portrayed him to handle it. Because I don't honestly think that anyone could have made you know, could have saved more lives. Like, what did he do so wrong, or what decisions did he really make that got all these people killed? And what decisions would have been made differently to have saved these lives? You know, this disease would have would have come regardless of who our president was. I really don't think that we'd have a vac- vaccine right now if there was anyone else in office. You know, up until this COVID vaccine, the fastest we had a vaccine come out was like, what, four and a half years? You know, now we've got one in like eight months. Hmm. Um, But that's really like, you know, you get all these drug manufacturers and you say, do you want this, this, uh, this contract? Like, and they're all fighting for it and they fought and fought and fought. And through all this fighting, they, got faster and bigger and stronger and they're working 24 hours a day and they got it done. Like it's done now. Like that's, it's unheard of to have a vaccine already. And we're very lucky. We're fortunate. Um, I'm not saying I get it, but I've already had COVID. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, Oh, I don't, I, I don't know what to think about Biden, man. We're in a, we're in for a lot of shit. Um, all the regulations he's going to put on guns. I mean, I'm a big advocate of the Second Amendment, obviously. 
bang, 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 high capacity rounds, just different things, you know, leave it alone, man, but he's not, um, you know, he's just got, he's got too many people to, to, uh, to please, I don't, and, he, and these ideas, some of them are just ridiculous, you know, to get rid of oil, by like what the year 2030 so we got nine years and we're supposed to become oil free not dependent at all on oil do you know how much money will be lost because of no oil production all of these companies that are producing oil right now all of the gas stations all of the refineries are not going to be there anymore? Well, think about how much money that's going to wipe out of our economy. Um, and then on top of all that money lost, we have to now pay for another source of energy. You realize how much it costs to have energy through solar power? Do you realize how, how just not, it, it's, it's just not feasible to make solar power, wind powers and such on the same scale. It, it, if you were to have the same amount of energy produced by solar as you do by oil or coal or whatever, fossil fuels. It's it's it, the it's it's just a huge number in a different. It's not even fathomable. You can't even imagine. It's impossible. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how people are going along with any of it. You know, I I know that people are way more smart smarter than I am, and can see that this isn't going to work, but they're standing by idly, just, oh, go, 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 Joe, go, Joe. You know it's not going to work. You know that we we can't have this energy, man. Like, what are you doing? And you've got, you know, it's $15 minimum wage, you know, for everybody. You know that's not going to work, right? Because... First and foremost, you've got all of these businesses that are going out of business, you know, because of COVID and such, okay? Now, what is the number one overhead item for businesses? I'll give you a second. What is it? Labor. <laughs> Paying your employees. That is the greatest amount of overhead for any business. Okay, so you've got company A that has, we'll call it a thousand employees. And if this company is paying their thousand employees, you know, 
nine fifty an hour, and they're struggling to get by. Like they're they're making a little bit, but they're they're just barely above water. And now you're going to come along with a bill that says that you have to pay those thousand employees fifteen dollars an hour. Okay, that's a markup. Like that's that's what sixty six times or sixty six percent more. So you're going to take these companies that are on the verge of going under and you're going to ratchet up their biggest cost by that much. They're, they're done. They, they can't pay that. So they're going to fire some employees. So now you've got, you've got these thousand people that were making $9.50 an hour. So now they have to keep the same labor costs. So to keep the same labor costs at $15 an hour, you're going to have to fire, oh, I don't know, about 350 people. Okay? So now you only have 650 people working for you instead of 1,000. That's just one business. So take the million businesses out there that fired all those people, and this 6% unemployment that we have that's the highest ever or whatever, you're going to jack it up to 15%, 20%. Now what? Oh, yeah. Now that we're all going to rely on the government to give us money. So, what's going to happen then? Well, exactly what they want to happen right now. Socialism. <laughs> They're, they want to make us dependent on the government. That's why... They're trying to give us these little stimulus checks. That's why the Republicans are saying, no, we can't print money. We can't do this. We're going to go in debt. We're going to make our dollar weaker. You know, these are the things that Democrats don't give a fuck about. Maybe it's not... To get that check today for $2,000 is what they want. It's going to put us, what, in a hole like another $600 billion or whatever. Oh, who cares? Write it right. Do you know what that's going to do to our kids and grandkids' future? Like, you, people aren't thinking of this. And it's, it's, it's easy not to because, hey, they're going to give us money. Well, I'll take it. Well, it doesn't work like that. Nobody gets anything for free. You think, oh, the government's giving me this $2,000 check. Sure, at the, at the expense of, of your, your children's you know, ability to buy a house in the future or to pay for their, their college education or, or whatever. Like, it's all messed up, man. It's all, it's all fucked up. So I don't... It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next four years. Um, just... Let's just hope that Joe Biden doesn't die. Can we do that? Because if he dies and Miss Harris becomes the president, it's going to get, and, and Biden's awful. This is going to, it's going to get 10 times worse because she's so damn progressive. And, oh God. I mean, there will be people coming door to door taking your guns in. It's, it's, <laughs> but half of me thinks that this was the plan all along. 
get in there and kill all kill Joe off and put Kamala in there and let her just ruin the United States of America. Because just ask any country ever that had socialism, or to put it mildly, communism, because it's not much further of a step. It's really not. You know, to where no matter what job you do, we all get paid the same amount of money. So you've got a doctor and you've got a janitor. They both they both get a you know a three thousand dollar check every every month, but they have to do those janitorial jobs or, or be a doctor. Is that fair? No. The same people that are sitting around on unemployment jacking off the Pornhub are going to get the same money that you know the the lawyer representing Pornhub gets. <laughs> the guy that went to college for eight years is getting the same amount of money every month that the guy that dropped out of high school gets. Somebody tell me how that works. How is that going to motivate you to be a better person? How is that going to motivate you to better yourself, to further educate yourself, even to make you sit down and read and learn about something? Why would you? You're just going to get paid this much. You're collect, collect a check. Who gives a shit? You know? So maybe you'll sit down and read a book about something you like to do in your off time. Well, your off time becomes your full time because there's nothing to do in your full time because you don't need to do anything. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I'm just rambling now, I guess. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm just... I'm sick the fuck of everything. I'm so sick the fuck of everything that I don't even know what the fuck I'm sick the fuck of. You know? I'm sitting here talking to you guys just fucking off at the mouth because I don't even know right now. Like, I'm just... I feel so strongly about it that I don't feel strongly about anything anymore. There's nothing specific that I really want to pound on because... It's just all feels so hopeless. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Let's see here. Well, in a couple days, Ohio State plays Clemson. Notre Dame plays Alabama. God, I hate Clemson and Alabama. I care less about Notre Dame. I mean, they're irrelevant. Although they're probably the most powerful program in the nation, but, you know, whatever. Um, not powerful on the field, but powerful off the field. Because if you realize that, you know, like the college football playoff committee, it's made up of, you know, all of the conference commissioners. So you've got, you know, 12 teams in a conference, okay? And there, there's one commissioner per conference. So 12 teams are represented by one person. And that gets a vote. So, that's, and it's worth one. And you've got Notre Dame. They're worth one. You follow me? I don't know if you do. Um, 
there is one person that votes for 12 different teams, but Notre Dame votes for themselves uh, because they're not in a conference. Um, basically, there's so much money in, in the Catholic Church that they pretty much do whatever the fuck they want. Um, but anyway, that's a whole other point. Go Bucks. I hate to say this, and I feel like I'm letting people down, but I will be absolutely amazed if we are even able to make it a close game. What the fuck is that light? You're probably wondering. I got South Park playing in the background on the TV. <laughs> It's making me look like I'm at a raid, bitch. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you what. This whole thing is just crazy. What do you say we get lit up? Can you say doobies? I just did doobies, bitch. What's up? Oh, fuck my life. I need a hoochie. I need a bitch like right now. To slob on my knob like Juicy J says. Slob on my knob. You know the rest. I do like Juicy J, don't fuck around. I love Wiz Khalifa, and I thought it was the coolest thing when he signed Juicy J to Taylor Gang. Like, it's, I don't know, every song that Juicy and Wiz are on together, it's a classic. Um, I love getting off track and just, you know, saying shit that has nothing to do with what I've been talking about. Uh, I'm pretty much just rambling on, because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm here to do it. Um, yeah, I blanked out pretty much. I got high earlier, man, and thought that it'd get me through this, but your old brain slowed up. I don't know. Maybe I have to re-energize myself a little bit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm going to go smoke one of them doobies or two, and get myself back into full motherfucking physics. So, uh, hang loose, man. I'm gonna go take me a, a party break, and, uh, I'll be back with y'all. Sound good, motherfuckers? Alright. Uh, 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 later. Roll that thing up. Light it and let's get busy.